Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Wow, what a crazy morning. Sorry for being so late with this podcast. I'd like to say happy Hallow's Tide, which is three days where we pray for those who have left us on this earth. Just so you know, Halloween came out of All Hallows Eve. So November 1st is All Saints Day, where we remember all of the saints. And also we pray for all of the saints and ask them to pray for us. And then November 2nd is All Souls Day. So that's for all of us to pray for those who have departed us here on this earth, who might be in purgatory awaiting entrance into heaven. Purgatory is a Catholic teaching. It is not a made-up thing. It is biblical. We need to be purified before we get into heaven. Nothing unclean enters heaven. And I don't care how holy any of us think we are. We are not clean enough to go into heaven. At least I'm speaking for myself. There is no way. I have too many attachments here on earth that I need to be cleansed of before I get into heaven. So if people say that Halloween is a pagan holiday, it has turned into that. You've got all these ghosts and goblins and vampires and witches. And look at how people decorate their homes and all of these haunted houses and all of this evil. This was not what Hallow's Eve was about. It was a beautiful prayer triduum. It was three days to really take some time and sacrifice and pray for those who have departed. My goodness, leave it to Satan to pervert, again, another component of the Catholic Church. So, how do we bring back the beauty of this holiday? I know you're probably thinking, well, I'll just have my kids not go get treats and go trick-or-treating. Oh my gosh, that would be like complete torture. (laughs) But if you bring them out and they go out as saints, and then when people say, well, what are you? And they say, oh, I'm St. Therese of Lisieux. And she was a saint, uh, however many years old, I can't remember how young she was when she passed, but she's a young one and they can be out there Christianizing, if you will, Halloween. That is how we turn it around. And we need to teach our children, okay, this is how 
Hallow's Eve started. By the way, I hate to say it, but it is a holy day of obligation. This should also ring in your ears why this is a Catholic holiday. You can go tonight as a vigil for All Saints Day, but tomorrow, definitely you've got to go to Mass. I'm sitting here thinking, how am I going to do this? I've got to figure out if I'm going to be going in Tennessee or if I'm going to be going in Chicago because I'll be traveling hopefully tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe we're down here another day. We're not sure. Okay. All that being said, that's the deal with the All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, and we took customs from the English and from the Irish because they used to pray the night before and they would go around and they'd get soul cakes from houses and then they would pray for their loved ones. I mean, it was a beautiful gesture of prayer and sacrifice and love for those who have departed us on earth. So today, can we take a little extra time and pray for those who have departed us here on earth, pray for their souls, do a little extra sacrificing, a little penance today, like maybe pass up that dessert or don't have something during your day or add something, maybe a 15-minute quiet prayer for all of those souls in purgatory. And I'm going to tell you, I am not good at praying for the souls in purgatory. Ah, I'm not good at it. So I need the reminder to pray for them. I always ask you guys for prayers, and I'm going to ask one more time. Something's going on in my father's health that is so crazy. And I just have to tell you that I couldn't be more disappointed in the medical establishment that we have, at least here in the United States. I can only speak of my own experiences. This is why I have taken such a hold of my health. This is why I do so much research about what they, and I, when I say they, you know, I mean those powers that be. It's the people that run these hospitals, the administrative level, and the people that are all about the money. I'm not saying that there are every doctor and nurse is in on this scam, but I'm honestly feeling bad. I mean, I do. I honestly feel bad for those guys, for the nurses and the doctors, because I think during COVID, they got rid of, because of the people who are the good doctors and nurses, or they fired them because they didn't have the vax, one of the two, and now we're left with, what? Because my father has been through every test. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but they are coming back with nothing. And so, as we do <laughs> always, we ask one another for prayers. So if you happen to be praying and I pop into your head, it would be great if you could pray for my dad. His name is Ray. But I'm telling you, we have got to take hold of our health. We cannot allow ourselves to just deteriorate and to go toward the pill. Pharmakia. It is the lie. You cannot look at the world right now, at least in the States, 
Gotta go back to where I live. And watch every single day how many commercials there are for drugs. They're coming out left and right, left and right. And they never heal. They only take care of the symptoms. Even diagnosis is hilarious. There's a cause and effect of everything, people. So when you say, I've been diagnosed with depression, that is the effect. What is the cause? Well, the cause is eating sugar. The cause is having caffeine. The cause is having drugs that mess with your frontal lobe. I went into this a little bit on my Saturday morning coffee with Kendra, which by the way, I am having way too much coffee. It is October 31st. It's the last day that I'm drinking coffee and I'm doing the opposite of what I should be doing, which is weaning myself off of it. So I might sound a little caffeinated right now, but I don't know. I just keep drinking it. It's crazy. I think it's because it's been an insane kind of morning. So if your kitties are out there getting candy, I mean, I know how hard it is to not have them eat it, but it is just poison, people, for you and for your kids. So please restrain them. Don't just let them have their whole bag of candy that they can just eat all night long. Really keep an eye on what they're putting in their mouth and try not to allow them to have sugar. Look, you're the parent. You can do it. They're not going to like it, especially if they've been able to eat candy. But my goodness, the more that you can keep them off of that, the better off they are going to be when their body grows. We're already killing their frontal lobe with so much stuff. Okay, so let's pray and make it like genuine, real prayers for those that have left this earth. Many of us have parents and siblings and friends, coworkers, people that we know that have passed on. I am so grateful I still have my parents, but I've pretty much lost almost every aunt and uncle with the exception of one aunt. So I know that I'm going to go through some stuff. I know that as people age, they deteriorate. And I am going to do the best to be there for my parents and to also learn from them what to do and what not to do and continue to learn myself. I mean, we have to learn like a child. We have to continuously seek knowledge and understanding and then pray for God's wisdom. With everything, with every bit of information that we consume into our eyes, our ears, we should be praying through it. Lord, please show me the truth. Same with our lives and same with purgatory. Maybe you're struggling with that teaching. If you are, don't just let it sit there. Go there. Attack the teaching. Get online. Start reading all of the stuff. Just put in purgatory Catholic and start digesting, asking God, the Holy Spirit, to take the scales off of your eyes, to give you the eyes to see. It may take a while. I think purgatory for me took a little while because it was so bizarre. 
But the more that I sat with it, the more that I challenged myself with it, the more God took off my scales and I was like, ah, okay, I get it. Bottom line, we need to be purified. <laughs> We're going to be put in jail until we pay back the last penny. We are going to need to be purified by fire. I mean, let's think about it. That is why God gave Mary all the grace throughout her life here on earth so that she was sinless. So she was a perfect vessel for Jesus. That's why she was assumed into heaven. She didn't even die. She was a beautiful, perfect human being. And that is why she's sitting at the right hand of Jesus. And that is why we are either going to be purified here on earth or we're going to be purified in purgatory or we're going to be right into heaven because maybe we've had our last rites and our apostolic pardon prayers right before we die. But that's what happens when we die. You may know someone who has just suffered so much in this life. And I truly believe, I know some of these people who have lived it with grace, with so much pain and angst and illness, but yet glorify God and accept it with joy. That is what I feel some of those people will go directly into heaven. Okay, it's kind of... A weird podcast with a whole bunch of weird stuff. <laughs> but I want you to take your life in your own hands and to start looking these things up and to challenge your beliefs. Especially if you question some of the teachings. Because I want you to have the fullness of the faith. To know that the sacraments are there for us to keep us on the path. That God gave us this Catholic Church for a reason and himself in the Eucharist, in Holy Communion, so that we can be protected, so that we can receive him in our bodies, minds, souls, every single day if we can get to daily Mass. And to remember that because we are Catholic Christians, we need to live according to those teachings so that's why we have to ask God to change our hearts sometimes so that we have the desire to live according to how he tells us to live instead of the way that we want to live in our timing and in our ways. And I'm not saying this that because I've got it down. As a matter of fact, I was just texting someone saying, I will be so happy. I will praise God so much just to get into purgatory. Because I don't believe that I've suffered on this earth like some people have suffered. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come into our hearts, come into our souls and our minds, and take the scales off of our eyes so that we truly can see the beauty of not only your Catholic Church, but of everything 
that we should do to change our lives, to be holy, to be free from evil and all of its strongholds. Lord, sometimes we are deaf, dumb, and blind. Sometimes we need to hear you scream at us. So we ask through the intercession of our blessed Mother Mary, through St. Joseph, our guardian angel, all the holy angels and saints, that we become holy. Now, everyone help us in this daily fight, in this 24 hours, to also remember those who need our prayers those people in purgatory who cannot pray. So we pray right now, Lord, please take souls out of purgatory. Bring them into your golden gates where they will find that peace, that love, and that bliss. In your name, Jesus, we pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. That was a weird ending. I was going to go on, but I thought, ah. Let's give you guys your day back. And I'm going a little longer. I am so sorry. I don't know what happened yesterday. Thank you, Chris, for telling me that like three, four minutes were gone in the middle of my podcast and I didn't talk about the same topic. Sorry about that. I just have to go with what the Holy Spirit is putting in me for the day. And obviously the triduum, which is not the triduum, that's Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter, but it is a Holy Trio Day, Hallowtide, we'll say that. I just want you all to dive into prayer and pray for those who are no longer here. Because you know what? One day we're going to be in that purgatory, hopefully. And we're going to need prayers for us. It's just a reminder. And I guess if you go to a cemetery, and it doesn't have to be a Catholic cemetery, on the second or sometime within these next couple of days, you actually get an indulgence. So look that up. Look that up somewhere. I'm not good at that indulgence memorization and I'm running out of time. So I'm leaving that to you. Why? Because you need to take some steps on your own to fill in some gaps or to challenge your beliefs or unbelief. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. (laughs) All right, everyone. I love you all so much. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.